welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is Lorraine Ball, and More Than A Few Words is a production of Roundpeg. Today, I am really excited to be sitting down with my sales coach, Matt Nettleton. Hello, Matt. Hi there. We can talk about a lot of things in sales, but what I really want to do is talk about what happens when all my marketing works and I have too many leads. Well, it's not even what happens when all my marketing works and I have too many leads. It's what happens when my marketing works and I have a lead. And and it's amazing to me because there's so much great marketing automation and marketing software and we can Google AdWords this and we can, you know, SEO this and we can do all this stuff. And all we're trying to do is generate inbound interest. And so many salespeople in that moment of power bungle the whole thing. And I, I've been there. I have seen the results and the fruits of my marketing labor just go up in flames because the salesman doesn't know what to do next. Yes, it, it's painful. It is. So I'm a business owner and I've got salespeople or I'm a salesperson. How do I avoid dropping that lead? Well, the first thing you have to realize is that you're not the buyer. Mm-hmm. And for most salespeople, they, they, they kind of know that intellectually, but they don't really understand what it means. Mm-hmm. And so they know what they sell, and they know what they like about it, and they assume that everyone they talk to, whether it's inbound or outbound, knows that stuff and likes the same stuff. So they'll just talk about that. And it's so rarely true. It's so rarely a match. It's so rarely important. I actually uh, listened to a sales call recently that one of my clients was very proud of. He said, could you just give me feedback on the first couple minutes? And I said, I'd be happy to. So I listened to the first couple minutes. And out of the first 180 seconds, my client actually managed to speak 160. Wow. Great. <laughs> Has no idea. I- I love, no, I don't love. I actually hate when I'm on the other end of that, when someone is trying to sell me something and they are talking so rapidly and they're so focused on what they're saying. And when they're done, I'm like, you know, I don't need this product, right? Yeah. And, or, you know, I called you about this and you're talking about that. Yeah. And, and, And the outcome of this was this guy was an inbound lead who had actually gone through the trouble of scheduling an appointment. And and so you you took an inbound lead who had scheduled an appointment and you talked for the first three minutes. And at five minutes, the guy said, you know what, I'm kind of busy. I'm gonna need to go now. Ooh, ooh, so you basically took a warm lead and poured ice on it. Uh, Yeah, poured ice on it put it in the freezer, wrapped it in a napkin so it got really cold really quick. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong on that sales call did. And it was from the best, most positive, most easy to have a conversation with prospect possible. So let's back up. Let's pretend you can put that prospect in a time machine and you're gonna send him back to right before that phone call, but you're not gonna let him do it again. What should he have done from the get-go? Well, first of all, I should thanked him for asking to take the time to talk, right? I mean, how often do you actually hear thank you from a salesperson? Not for anything other than, listen, it sounds like you might have some interest. I'm not really sure what you're interested in, but thanks for taking the time and contacting me. Mm-hmm. So before we get started with a sales call, why don't you tell me what you're looking to accomplish? You know, it's so simple. 
And, uh, you know, as I went through your sales training, I had to switch. I was one of those people because I am at my heart. I'm not, I don't think of myself as a salesperson. I think of myself as an educator. Yes. And I've always believed there was power in letting people know how smart I was. And even now, I'll be kind of working down that path and I'll stop and go, you know, I could go on like this forever. But before I do, are we in the right area? Is there something else we should be talking about? And kind of reset the conversation. Yeah, it's amazing to me that salespeople don't catch themselves talking about stuff that has no interest to the person that has the money. (laughs) That's the focus. Mm -hmm. Yes, they have money, you want money. Now let's talk about why they would be willing to give you that money and under what circumstances. Yeah, I mean, what things are they trying to accomplish? What do I have to do to get the money? What, you know... What, what things do you need to know to give me the money? Mm-hmm. How much money are you willing to give me? It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and these are all things that salespeople who are talking are missing. I think the key there is having that question set, kind of those reminders. What are you looking for? How are you going to make this decision? Why? What, why are we talking now? Yeah. That's my favorite question. Yeah. Why, why, why now? Mm-hmm. Especially when it's something that they've been dealing with over time. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the times when you talk to somebody, the problem that they're trying to fix today is the problem that they were trying to fix six months ago, a year ago, maybe two years ago. And they just haven't done the right stuff. And so now the question is, all right, it's been a problem for this long. Are you ready to fix it now? Why are we talking now? What's changed that's made you talk to me now? There, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you ought to be asking. And, and, you know, most salespeople are busy talking about, well, let me tell you about our new and improved product and all the things that it can do for you, and you're going to love it, and it's the best thing ever, and you're, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. No. It, it's really interesting. Some of our best projects, usually in the first 20 seconds of a phone call I already have in my head okay they're going to want this they're going to need this and and it, and they're going to pay about this and I think and I think I already know the answer and just learning to pause and ask a few more questions I am absolutely blown away sometimes by how much more I sell those projects for and how much bigger they are when I ask a few more questions that there's always that one more question that changes the whole mm-hmm. texture, tone, and content of the conversation. Because that, that one last question, I, I my aunt sis, when she was older, she went to a doctor, she was ill, doc said, you know, I'm gonna run these tests, run these tests. He finally got to the point he said, Listen, I gotta be honest with you. You've got a problem. I'm not sure what it is. But all the tests say that you're normal, and there's really nothing we can do for you. If you were my wife, I would not give you any more tests for this. Mm-hmm. My aunt says, hmm, I appreciate that. Let me ask you a question. How much do you love your wife? <laughs> and that one question really tells the story, doesn't it? That one extra question. Right. Because if you really love your wife and you're saying you wouldn't, I'm okay. If you're hoping she's going to die tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's that relationship like? 
right. Yeah. And so most people they forget that in sales. It's yeah. the same deal, right? It's it's what's that one more thing that they really want? What's the thing that they're not getting that they need? What's the thing that they haven't thought about or the way that they haven't thought about it that they don't even know how to ask? Because frankly, and, and this is one of my pet peeves, if if buyers knew how to ask good questions, they wouldn't need salespeople. Mm -hmm. Right? They go to Google, they type in the correct question with the correct context, they get the correct answer, they implement the answer, because on Google you probably there's a text version of the solution and there's a video version. And just go do it. Yep. Right? But what we have to realize is buyers don't really know how to ask good questions. And they they go down the wrong path. Mm -hmm. And a salesperson's job is not to answer the question they've asked, mm -hmm. but to help them discover the question they should have asked and work on the problem they should have been fixing. Absolutely. And I think um, a lot of times you run into salespeople who are faced with a client with some information. And that the client already has opinions and think they know and it is easier to sell that customer what they asked for rather than stepping back and going, you know, I know that you've asked for a cast on your arm because you think it's broken, but it isn't really broken and you've got a torn tendon and we really should do this. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my daughter, who's a junior in high school this year, um, became a big fan of Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. And so she has watched every episode of Grey's Anatomy off Netflix. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I'm amazed by is she will come downstairs diagnosing herself, having watched the Grey's Anatomy episode, and immediately gone to WebMD mm -hmm. and come down and said, I have this, I have this disease because here's the symptoms and here's what I have. What I did not know is about 10 years ago, medical schools started giving doctors a full year of training on how to undiagnose patients who have misdiagnosed themselves on the internet. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know of any businesses who on their own are teaching their salespeople how to be assertively curious with mm -hmm. prospects who say, here's my problem, I want you to fix it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... and... And that's the inbound lead, mm -hmm. because the inbound lead comes in... With a little I've, information. A little information, I've seen your marketing, it was really good, I'd like to do business. Mm -hmm. And the bad salesperson says, fantastic, press firmly, third copy is yours. And the good salesperson says, that's fantastic. Before we get started, can I ask you a couple questions? And it's all, it's all about the question. It's all about the question. So I gotta tell you, I have really enjoyed the conversation. The time always flies. It's always good to be together. <laughs> And if people want to know more, because I'm sure that you've raised a lot of questions in people's minds, where do they go to get information? So you can go to my website, uh, dtb.sandler.com. You can search me, Matt Nettleton, on LinkedIn. Or you can follow me on Twitter at SandlerDTBIndy. Awesome. And we will put a link to your contact info in the show write-up. Fantastic. Thanks again. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you want to know more about our thoughts on marketing and sales, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz and look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.